We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is this is this is this is this is Heat Heat Beat 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 with Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goyne. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm Giancarlo Navas, and with me today is my sidekick, Brian Goins, and somebody who was once kind of my boss, but now is my friend and now kind of is my peer, George Corrales. What a runaround there. Yeah, man. That is a wild of, ride. Woo! Kind of true. Long-winded yeah. right there. Actually, all 100% true, but also kind of true. Did you even take a breath right there? No, see, that's how experience at Fusum, FIU student media has kept me prepared for this. I me should, and my A minuses. I should have transferred there. Where you at <laughs> at America? Um, this is Heat Beat, and uh, we talk about basketball here. Sometimes, uh, sometimes, sometimes we talk about anime. Sometimes we talk <laughs> about uh, Gordon Hayward uh, playing. Um, I was gonna say StarCraft. What did, uh, League of Le- League of Legends? I was like Dota. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, so this, we, we go all over yeah, the place. Same thing. My same roommate's thing. playing Dota right now. So the Heat uh, beat the Nets. The Nets are bad at basketball. However, they were in that game. Uh, how they were in that game, I don't know. Uh, it was odd because the Heat played well. And somehow, Nets were in that game. Uh, um, George, takeaways. Um, takeaways in the sense of not really how Miami played, but what the, what the hell were the Nets doing? Uh, uh, first of all, the Heat had like a five-point lead, which seemed insurmountable for like, <laughs> half of the third quarter it seemed like the most insurmountable five point lead which is is nothing really but it just seemed like the Nets really had no chance of catching up even when they really got close um, the Nets are just bad man and I mean all around they're, they they lose guys like Pierce and, and you know when they lose guys like that they really didn't have a chance but even the, their fill-ins uh, Thaddeus, Thaddeus Young just does not look good does not look like what they expect them to do and I mean the Heat the Heat uh, I read a tweet right after the game that the Heat looked pretty good against pretty bad teams. I mean, I guess that's true. Yeah. It's a pretty bad team, and they look pretty good against them. Well, Thad Young has actually been kind of, I mean, he's rebounding the ball well. and he, I mean, I don't think he's a problem, but the decomposition of Joe Johnson, as he's decomposing on the court as we as we watch. Is he still running max fast? money? Huh? He's yeah, still running max money, right? When did that happen? Like that happened like from one night to the next. Like Joe Johnson was good, and then Joe Johnson all of a sudden wasn't good. He was good. He was great, really fast, and then yes. not, not yes. for long. He was a fourth option. Then he was an all star for like seven years, and then he just became bad. And like whoa, seven years, really seven years. Yeah, he's all-star. a seven time all star. That that's the weirdest thing in that sport. Wow, <laughs> how many times was Tracy McGrady an all star? Probably less times than that. Look right now. I'm really? gonna go to Wikipedia. I thought it was like, yeah. What's the weirdest thing in sports is how Lionel Hollins keeps getting jobs. Oh, dude, that guy. Oh, how, lo- how long until Scott coach, Brooks man. gets a job? I'm surprised Scott Brooks doesn't have a job right now. As soon as Lionel Hall is fired, Scott Brooks will probably just step in there. 
So if I Google TMAC, the Wikipedia page doesn't come up. What the hell, Google? You have to know who, who TMAC is. Google's not up with the times. Apparently. Google doesn't know who TMAC is. Which you would really expect Google to be. Joe Johnson somehow has the same amount of all-star appearances as one Tracy McGrady. She wasn't Tracy McGrady supposed to be the second coming, you know? T-Mac's awesome. Did you hear what T-Mac apparently said on some sort of podcast? No. Uh, Brian, see that? I hate your sounds. You're <laughs> smiling. You're so happy. Um, T-Mac said, uh, he, he allegedly told Kobe, uh, see the guys that you're playing with? I had that in Orlando during my prime. <laughs> Just about the... Oh, man. Brian, stop with the sounds. And number one, they're like not even loud enough. So I can't they're very, very, very quiet sounds. They're very quiet. They're very meek sounds. You kind of limp oh, in. Oh, t- speaking of things, crazy things that uh, basketball players said, did everybody see that Gilbert Arenas Instagram post? I could not, not believe that that wasn't like an ironic post. No, I, I'm, I'm, you can't believe that Gilbert Arenas said something ridiculous. But, Is that so hard to believe? But like that was just peak. I'm going to try to find it. Wait, what? I haven't seen this. Um, Brian, you haven't seen it? No. It was, it was like... It was like, yesterday? No, it was today. And I missed, So much happened today on Twitter, and like, if you were gone for an hour, you missed a lot. It's a problem with Twitter. You have to be on all the time. All right. I found the Gilbert Arena School. Talking about the WNBA. Uh, Gilbert put on Instagram a picture of two women in lingerie playing basketball. He says, now this is what America was hoping for when they announced the WNBA back in 1996. Ellipsis. Not a bunch of chicks running around looking like cast members from hashtag Orange is the New Black. Don't get me wrong. They have a few hashtag cutie pies, but <laughs> there's a whole lot of hashtag bean pies running around. <laughs> if hashtag Skyler Diggins came out like this, comma, no space. I don't care. Uh, don't Doesn't have an apostrophe. You don't care if she missed the layup. I'm going to buy season tickets and I, I don't even know where the fuck hashtag Tulsa is. <laughs> hashtag 2016 WNBA, new WNBA outfits, please. PLS is please, I guess. And if you, letter U, think this is sexist, comma, no space, nine times out of ten, you the ugly one, and we don't pay to see you play anyways. Hashtag Donkey Kong, ellipsis, shake my damn head. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Donkey Kong? Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Hashtag <laughs> this will be awesome. Hashtag sold out everywhere. What? And by the way, the picture, you know, you can tag locations. The pictures tag <laughs> all cash offers ASAP. <laughs> I, I mean, just what's the best part of that? Everything. I think hashtag cutie pies probably. No, hashtag bean pies. Bean I don't even pie. know what that means, <laughs> and I know it's offensive. It's. I'm pretty sure it's just the, the opposite of cutie pies. Why does he hashtag these? And why did he hashtag Skylar Diggins? Like, you don't want Skylar Diggins to, to see this. Because now Skylar Diggins is going to see this and obviously just, just understand where he's coming from. Skylar Diggins and is make- going to kill you. Brian, thoughts? I'm looking up the Urban Dictionary definition of bean pie. Okay, you do that. <laughs> you do that. George and I will have a conversation of sexism in America and in sports. Bean pie. Possibly the most uh, disgusting I mean, pie ever. What'd you say? It says bean pie. Possibly the most disgusting pie ever. That's not okay. Sold generally by people who represent the nation of Islam. That is so Mainly bad. identified Wait, so- by black men in bow tie with a square white box. This is via Urban Dictionary, you say? All right, none of this is really making sense contextually. Bean, <laughs> pie, none. <laughs> bean pie is a word to u- use to describe the, the poop that lies within an old person's diaper. Oh, Gilbert, okay. Gilbert, Gilbert, what are you doing? Gilbert, <laughs> you can't call anybody that, much less uh, women. And there's a, there's a fourth definition. <laughs> all right, let's hear it. I mean, let's get all facts before we go I mean, maybe this, this is the one he was going for, but I mean, it's kind of a stretch. Says bean pie to act in the manner of a special ed kid to be a total waste in many that's aspects worse of life. Than every other that's, that's the worst one. I like well, the he's, other he, he's never he's never made the smartest decisions. All right, no. if we look back on on this guy, this is somehow almost as bad as the guns. Not that not quite <laughs> as bad, but you know, up there, top five. I mean, in the public eye, I guess, yeah. That's bad, man. And, and you know what's funny is that people were agreeing with him on Twitter, which like, just made me like want to vomit. I mean, you know, if, if if that's why they're watching the WNBA, I mean, Come on, nobody, nobody's watching the WNBA to check you out, Gilbert Arenas, all right? Like, for real. Uh, like, if you're watching the WNBA to, like, look at pretty girls, like, 
you need to find a new hobby. Watch. Like, I don't get it. Like, I love how... I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some hashtag QEPies pies out there. But... Oh, yeah, no. Skylar Diggins is a hashtag. Skylar Diggins right. is also a hashtag baller, by the way. She's really good. Um, but no, but I, I did... And I talked about this a little on Twitter today. Funny enough, before I saw this, um, how women's sports or women issues are never brought to the forefront in sports media unless uh, they're hit by a man or it involves some sort of male sports angle. Uh, those are the only times that women's sports are in the forefront outside of Ronda Rousey and Serena Williams, whose dominance, by the way, was kind of hard to ignore. Like, you cannot ignore greatness like, like that for so long. So, like, it's funny how, how Gilbert says this, and then all of a sudden the WNBA is the news when they had a great finals and they weren't in the news. Uh, they're never, women and women's sports are never in the news um, for merit in sports media. But when, some, when something happens, like a man hits them or when a man says something. And, and it's even, you can even see it in, in, a, in a game that we were watching today in the, in the U.S. soccer game. How the, the leaving of probably the greatest U.S. soccer player, man or woman, is, is just com- pretty much ignored oh, by, by a lot of media. Who, I, I don't, and I, I listen to less sports radio than you guys. I listen via podcast. But like, do people were people talking about this? Because I know that when the women, and I, I was criticized, I was critical of Dan Levitard for this because he's all about social issues. And when that, uh, I forget what college it was, when that team uh, almost didn't play football games at a protest, uh, he Missouri. and everyone made Missouri. a big deal of Missouri. Missouri. Uh, everybody made a big deal out of that. And when the women's national team didn't play on a field that they felt wasn't equal to men's field and they did not play in protest and for their safety, it was, where was, was there a peep? Did any of you even know that that happened? Yeah, I mean, I knew it happened because I, I, even if not as much as you, I follow women's soccer. But it's, it's not even close to, to what would have happened if, let's say, the men would have done the same thing. Let's say the men would have played on a field, wouldn't have, wouldn't have played on a field because because of such and such reason. Even even if it wasn't a social issue, I think it would have been I think it would have been covered even more. Oh, it's crazy. If a if a college team had done that or if I, I don't know if that might be a soccer problem too, like, you know, cuz we don't care about soccer in this country for some reason. And also, the thing that will forever perplex me is the fascination with golf and not with tennis. Never understood that, never will. Um, but that's Is, is there a fascination with golf? Is there a fascination with golf? Again, I, I yes. think in the yes. cuz I know zero people that watch golf. On well, TV. I know zero, zero people, people that watch golf too, but some for some reason on sports radio, we're talking about Mickelson that, and Tiger and Rory and <laughs> and uh Spieth. I don't watch golf. How do I know all their names? I don't watch sports center. How do I know <laughs> we their know names? We know all their names. I can fake a golf conversation because of all the golf talk I've heard on radio. Why are we? Ha- I, I'd never heard a tennis conversation ever on the radio. Ever! controversy. Ever! <laughs> That's true. That just drives me crazy. Uh, moving on, because uh, this is not a social justice podcast. Reach. Reach. I would love this to be. Uh, Reach, Triani. I do want to talk about Hassan, because I did write a manifesto. Uh, Brian, I have a question. When I sent you uh, my 1400 word story, uh, how did you react when it was. F. <laughs> George. How did you feel when people sent you uh, long ass stories like that, or did that never happen? Because- uh, when people sent me long ass stories, I was a grateful somebody was sending me any stories. <laughs> sports director, right there. Actually, and that's how B, I felt. I too. sent them directly to Alejandro, my assistant at the time, to read. Poor directly. I'll pass this along, buddy. <laughs> that's why. That's why he's around. So Brian had fun editing my Hassan Whiteside um, manifesto of small ball. But I do want to talk about him and Bosch coexisting because that has been a topic as of late. Uh, Hassan has sat fourth quarter. And actually, this fourth quarter against the Nets was interesting because both of them sat. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, uh, Bosch sat because he was playing like poo-poo. And then at the very end of the game, Hassan sat because uh, he kind of stopped. Because he's Hassan. Ah, well, I think they just sat him just because Bosch is a bigger threat off the pick and roll. Although Hassan's a better pick and roll player. I, I have these numbers. Uh, I'll get them for you right now about about um, both their pick and roll efficiencies. How Hassan Whiteside is third in the league uh, in points per possession off pick and roll. So uh, every every time he is involved in a pick and roll, he's scoring one point three points per possession. A third yeah, the but but here's the thing: I think Bosch has like more versatility off the pick because Bosch can pick roll or pick and pop. Well, where Hassan's never going to come off that pick and shoot a jump shot, really. Well, Bosch is averaging 1.19 points per position off the pick and roll. So Hassan, while you know 
it, it's it's a slight downtick. Hassan is still more efficient. However, Bosch has double the field goal attempts. Um, Hassan has 38 as a role man. Mm. Chris Bosch has 78. So that is something to account for. But Hassan's a very, very good pick and roll player. And I've been shocked how uh, he doesn't do that with Drogic. It's mostly a Wade thing. Yep. Is it a way, Brian? I mean, we were talking about this, I think, two or three podcasts ago. I, I really don't think Whiteside likes that bounce pass. He doesn't <laughs> want any piece of that. He just well, wants Wade throws it up. Yeah, he throws it up. I haven't seen Dragic ever really give it up an alley-oop. Maybe once, yeah. but that was like, God, maybe over a month ago now? George. <laughs> Hassan Whiteside has been assisted by Dwayne Wade 40 times this season. By Dragic, less than 10, I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask. I, I know this number because I actually saw the tweet. You yeah, linked me and, to it. Uh, they've both played around the same amount of minutes. Together. Uh, Wade and Hassan and Dragic and Hassan. So it's okay, both okay, around okay. 500. So it's not like Wade has played a, a bunch more minutes. Uh, how many assists do you think Dragic has? Now, keep in mind, Wade has 40, and most of Hassan's field goals are assisted. Uh, I'd say under 15. Wow, right on the money. He, was, he has 14. 14, there you go. Damn. How does he How does he have almost three times fewer than Wade? Brian? Once again, he doesn't like that bouncy pass. He likes extending the arms. Maybe somebody like Bosch, like, I see Bosch being able to catch a bounce pass and, and really roll more than Hassan. But dude, Hassan, if it's a bounce pass, Hassan has to go no. way down to get that as opposed to just, just grabbing a lob pass from Wade, which I think is a lot easier for him. Not you know, I, I had watched all the film of, uh, of Hassan's pick and roll field goals and post-ups. I should have been looking for that. Um, God, no, I'm not going to go through 138 field goals again. Uh, and every four a commercial comes. Thank you, NBA.com. Way to go. Oh, you just made him lots go. of money. Yeah, dude. They, they, I was, Straight they cash, loved me. homie. You know how Google AdSense has like unusual click activity and they'll suspend your account? Yeah. That's, that's what NBA.com was going through yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I never, Brian, I never noticed that. that um, the past, maybe that's something that he fans should look out for watching the games. Well, I mean, I feel like Eric and Tony always praise his hands. Like, I feel like I've heard that five times in this past game today. <laughs> he praise because his he's hands. Not Joel his hands. Anthony, that's why. Yeah, no, I know. Mean, I guess that's why. But oh I feel like God. if we actually he's... took a closer look, maybe that'll be our next story. It'll be a follow up part two on the Small Ball Manifesto. Just look at all the bounce passes, the bouncy passes. I, this is why I need an assistant <laughs> like George had. Uh, I, I've always wanted an assistant to stat collect. You don't know how bad I've always wanted that. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I need to stack awesome. collect. I hate that part, and I'm like, I wish I could just delegate this to somebody, and I'll man, do the writing. Like it's, it's an underrated feeling, man. Okay. It's, it's it's so cool to be able to just be like, hey, you know what? Um, I need this done, and I could probably do it a little bit better than you, but you know what? I don't wanna. So you can go ahead. That's kind of like delegation, Brian. You're the opposite of delegation because you love like doing everything yourself and you like doing everything perfect but you like doing everything so perfect that you take forever to get things done to the point that i heard from one of your former newspaper staffers in high school that you literally did your graduation walk with your sports section still not done that's true is that true (laughs) (laughs) graduated i literally graduated and i still worked on my section from my house that is, you were always the last one, right? But I finished, and it was the best looking. The it was the one. best looking sports section we've ever best had. Damn sports section! It, ever. Yes, That's I made. I saved the section. best for last. Man, I'm I'm watching this Golden State Phoenix game, and it's close. But dude, Golden State is just eight thousand times better than Phoenix. You talked about those uh, those insurmountable leads, uh, like the five point insurmountable lead that uh, that the Heat had. Golden State always has that. You're like down by two and you feel like you're down yeah, by this, this is a two-point Golden State lead and I'm pretty sure Phoenix has already given up on this game. <laughs> all it takes is like two threes and you're like, oh, there it is. And you know they're coming. No, of course they're coming. Unless you're the, unless you're the Bucks for some reason. No, because I mean, the, the, the fact is that <laughs> Steph Curry just passed the ball. I mean, Steph Curry's sitting on the bench, actually. Steph Curry's sitting on the bench and then somebody else is giving, giving you like an extra two points. When when you gotta worry about somebody, when you gotta worry about so many people on a team. I think that teams are afraid even when Steph Curry's on the bench. I think teams are more afraid when Steph Curry's on the bench and they're still losing by fifteen. <laughs> Dude, that's the worst <laughs> feeling. And you imagine that? Like you're out there, you're sweating, you bleeding, and you're like, God oh, damn it, we're down two. And then that guy's coming back in. You're like, ah oh, fuck. And he's got fresh legs. Yeah, you're like, God oh, damn it, I'm tired. Oh, that's that bogus screen. I can't get around it. Oh, there's the <laughs> 
He's so fat. I that's my favorite, like low key, my favorite play in basketball is like when the guy tries to close out and he runs into the screen, like that corner three. You know what I mean? Where they yeah. get where they catch a face full of sweat. Yeah, dude, that's hilarious. Yeah. I laugh every time. I'm like, oh you poor bastard. You thought you were closing out. And that screen came. Can we talk about how like hardcore competitive the Eastern Conference is this year? Is it competitive or is just everybody just like okay and it, it it's the NFC East. No, chill. Okay, because the, the NFC East, every team is horrible. Every, it's the NFC East, man. Every team is bad in the NFC East. I think there's at least some good teams in the in, in the regular Eastern Conference here. Because, like, I have a question for you, and, and this kind of plays into what you were talking about. The Heat have won three straight. Do you feel any different about it than... No, than, I feel 0% better. Like, I'll go back to the first quarter in Memphis. Do you feel any different? Nope. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> and it's weird. You yeah. think I would, right? You'd think you would. Maybe they the, have like double, like a good win in Atlanta. Like Brian, you agree with me, right? I like, just think feel- the Atlanta game was like the only inspiring thing we've done all year. But that didn't even feel real. <laughs> Maybe like- the Thunder game. Maybe the Thunder game. That second half. Oh, that that you got to be inspired by the Thunder game. Come that on, game, that game was. Lit. What was the best moment I've had this year? Was it? Well, that was the best game, and that's yeah, the only, I, I think I, that's the only good win they've had. I feel like the best, like most exciting moment we've had this year is when Drogic had that steal. Just. Gave it to a cherry picking Wade. Cherry. I call Wade Cherry. I want to get that off the ground, calling Dwayne Cherry. Oh, <laughs> those celebrations today were the best. Oh, man. Where did those come from? The, the one where Dwayne was picking up all the stuff out of his sack? Was that cat out of the bag or was that Santa? Like, he's like, I don't what, like. I think he was just pulling out a bunch of stuff from a, a bag he was holding. I don't, I don't know what it was, but I was Santa? digging it. I was digging it. Dwayne it's Christmas Santa. time, you know. Papa Dwayne. Wade Claus is handing out buckets. Let me tell you, I have a theory about Heat fans and Wade. Let's hear it. Should we tease it? The, Wait, should we tease the, it? No. The advanced, like, there's kind of come up. Like, I, I don't think Dwayne's bad. I don't think Dwayne's great. I think Dwayne is a, I think Dwayne is a serviceable, good, high usage player. Uh, I would rather the use go somewhere else, but I can live with it being Dwayne. Um, but eventually, there's going to come a point that he's going to be bad. Um, he's going to do the Kobe. I don't think he's very self-aware, and I, I do think we're going to come a point that he's just bad and he does a lot of things. And as long as he puts up counting stats, I think he fans will go to bat for him and ignore everything else. I think you're right. I think as long as the counting stats are there, like points, <laughs> like that's it. Like he could do nothing else. As long as like, oh, 17 points per game. Not but D-Wade's averaging 17 and a half, dude, but he's putting up 53 field goals a game. It's like, like they'll go to bat. Like he fans used to love field goal percentage. They don't even look at that. Who's measuring field goal percentage? <laughs> that shit's gone, dude, out the window. Field goal percentage used to be the go-to stat that he fans would be like, oh yeah, yeah but LeBron's shooting fifty-five percent, and Dwayne Wade has been increasing field goal percentage every year. And now it's like, well, you know, D Wade's got eighteen tonight. So. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. We've well, regressed as Heat fans. <laughs> Chef made a mid-range jumper. <laughs> Good. He was really He's good now too. shooting 17% on the <laughs> He has to stop those mid-range. I'm, I legitimately think the only reason he takes it is because he's tired and his legs hurt. Like, this is no other reason why he has to take it. Where he's just done with that possession. So he's like, oh, we'll see if we get these points. Well, <laughs> what I don't understand is... But like, we're officially done, guys. <laughs> Dwayne decrees it. If anybody's freelancing, it's going to be me, damn it. <laughs> That's the thing, though. He... he this this is coming right after they said, oh, you know, we can't have everybody out there freelancing. Dude, Dwayne, you are king freelancer. And he just comes out. He's just putting up turnaround jumpers from the corner. And it's sad because like he used to get so much separation off that. Last year, that turnaround jumper, he was 64%. You know why? Because he would get a lot of space off that. Because guys are scared of the pump fake, and he turned pretty quick. There's the space. This year... Taking a little longer. Ooh, taking like half a step longer. Those guys get younger and they're less scared of your free throws. <laughs> and then they all fall down. How about that? Who uh, I saw a tweet uh, and I replied to it in in the angry Heat fan way that I do sometimes, where that said uh, somebody had the Heat finishing tenth in the Eastern Conference this year. Oh, How could you get mad at that because that might just happen? No, because no, because uh, I'm irrational and I think that my team is the best and I think I think things like this. I think so it- I, mean, I, I got mad. I think that's that Nylon. That's that Nylon Calculus guy. He's predicting that the Boston Celtics will f- win over fifty games this year. Oh, but people, oh, he's, he's got the Celtics finishing second. Yeah, like analytics love. They're like good analytics. Let's see. Let's see where it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, Nate Silver. Oh, that guy. People hate him. Yeah, Nate Silver. yeah. he fans hate Cle- that guy. 
top four in this guy's uh, Cleveland, Boston, Toronto, Chicago, followed by Charlotte. I think Chicago is such a fraud. That, they're kind of showing it. You really expected it to be Cleveland, Chicago, one, two. I don't know why people thought that. Like, they're the same as of, last year. Because of the Gasol. Well, I'm talking about this was this was uh, pre, uh, pre-Gasol, LeBron, like when all that kind of happened last year. Last offseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, people kind of expected them to, to rise to the top in his because they were, they were always there. It was always Indiana, Miami, Chicago. And I guess with, with the fall of Miami and, and Indiana kind of getting a little worse, people figured Chicago would step up and it would be a Cleveland Chicago sort of Eastern Conference. I think Indiana's the second best team in the conference. That's Am I what I'm thinking crazy? Too. No, I think I, I agree. I think I'm right there with you. Brian? No, unless the Heat really put put together with offense, I think Indiana is easily the second best team. They have they have defense and they have the offense. I believe I looked at a stat. They're I think they're one of four teams that are top ten in both defensive and offensive uh um what do you call it? Efficiency. Indiana? Yeah. Like net rating wise. Well, Miami Miami They ranked top ten in both. Miami once was number one in defense and then uh they kind of regressed to the mean. Uh, they're still very good. They're still number but- two. The Spurs, though, man, Oof, they're good. That's no it. one's talking about them, too. Oh my God. Have you seen Tony Parker's stats lately? You know, he was in the garbage of my fantasy league, and I was looking to pick him up, and I was like, uh, 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 because uh, I already have Tim Duncan, and I think too many Spurs scare me, and I made a mistake. Is he fifth yeah. in field goal percentage? I believe he's fifth in the league in field goal percentage right now. Oh, he always is that. Amazing. Like, feel, listen, and, I, and I'm glad that you brought that up, because I want people to understand things about numbers. There is no number that's perfect, and not every number works for every person. And as a stat guy, I, I like I, I love numbers, and everybody who reads my stuff or listens to podcasts knows they love numbers. But for example, a guy on on Twitter today arguing uh, Dwayne Wade's true shooting percentage—that's a stupid thing to say because <laughs> Dwayne Wade doesn't shoot threes. He shoots very few threes, and a lot of them are heaves or late in the shot clock, which that is going to plummet his true shooting percentage. Even when he was ultra-efficient with LeBron, his true shooting percentage sucked. I understand for 80% of the league, that is a good stat. True shooting percentage is not a good stat for Dwayne Wade because he doesn't shoot threes, and the ones he does very, very rarely don't go in. So that I mean, You could pretty much finagle any stats to... to well, yeah, totally. that's what I'm saying. So you need to know what you're doing. So you say the Tony Parker uh, field goal percentage, and I think that's not necessarily... That is partly an indictment on Tony Parker, but a lot of it is an indictment on the Spurs and the kind of shots that they get. Because at his age, although I am very confident that Tony Parker is a very good finisher, um, I mean, at his age, you know, the reason why he's getting that number is because of what the Spurs do. That is not yeah, not because not he's creating his own yeah, shots. Yeah, it's not Tony Parker, you know, shake and bake, floater, the floater. Well, his floater is so time, nice. I mean, then again, who knows? I've seen like zero minutes of Spurs basketball this year. So. You have, oh, man. I, they're bo- You know... People always argue that the Spurs, and they are fun. They've always been fun because of their offense. This is the first year that they're boring, dude. Those guys, those guys put me to sleep, and I love basketball. They put you to sleep, and that's how they beat you, just sleep yeah. on the court. Like the Dolphins. The Dolphins literally put me to sleep. Like that Dolphins-Giants game, I was out. Uh, I can't fall asleep through all the tears. That game ended so late. <laughs> yeah, that game's late. The Heat just won. I felt good about my night. <laughs> oh, by the way, guys, hey, Dolphins still suck. Oh, my God. No, and they were actually like kind of close, and then like... I was like kind of dozing That's off at every like, game. I hear Mike Tirico going nuts over something, and I was like, that doesn't sound like we did something good. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to look at the TV and open my eyes. We don't really do a lot of that. Oh, we don't do fun. Remember when the Heat were fun? They're still fun. Oh, man. They're still fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, comparatively to the Dolphins. That bench is fun, though. You see those, the, the, the we talked about weight celebrations. The bench? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the swing and the white side swing. Oh, yeah. Why aren't people like making a big deal out of that? Like, they made a big deal out of him allegedly throwing a cup, which that doesn't make any sense. Wait, what? Like, you don't remember that when, when Wade hit the game winner against who was it? Was it Memphis? Memphis, Memphis. That Hassan got mad and threw a cup on the floor? Like, could you? Like, Udonis would kill him if he did that. That's I just ridiculous. remember him pouting, but I was against the Hawks. I didn't hear about the cup. I, he was pouting against the. Uh, Against Memphis, he too, was, a little bit. He, he was pouting. I'm not like he was pouting, but to say that he was mad that Wade hit the jumper, like, like who is that stupid to believe that? Number one, that he would do it in front of everybody. Number two, that Udonis Hasem would let him live after that. 
Like, come on, man. You would have been murdered on the court in front of everybody. Udonis would have decapitated him and then thrown his head to the Memphis Grizzlies. And somehow not been charged with any crime. Exactly. Here's your... Oh, speaking of that, speaking of Udonis, who lives in 954, even though he claims Miami, um, I want to talk about kind of the demographics of Heat fans. Because I thought this was interesting because I got a discussion on Twitter today of how uh, Broward County is very different than Dade County in what we watch. Broward County is more Dolphins, while Dade County is more uh, Heat. Am I wrong to say that? Uh, anecdotally, like in, from, from what I've seen, you're right, I guess. So from what I've seen, I mean, yeah, it, I would say Broward County, just because, I mean, maybe just because they play in those counties, I'm, the Dolphins closer to Broward County in the Heat, obviously. I think it's a race. Dade. I, think it's a, I think it's a race and demographic thing. Uh, I, and I say that working in Broward, um, I work in Miramar and I do all, all sorts of work in Broward, so I'm, I'm all around. But like to me, it just seems like it's a different place. It doesn't feel like Miami. The only reason it feels like Miami is because there's freaking palm trees. Um, <laughs> like Fort Lauderdale's not Miami, dude. Like Fort Lauderdale's Fort Lauderdale. Like that's not Miami. Like no white people up there, Miami. Like so, I, I thought that uh, is this not interesting? I thought it was interesting. No, I, y- yeah, and. You guys aren't following me. Brian hasn't said anything. You're like, but, but when it comes to myself, like I'm, I'll watch every single Dolphins game, every 100 percent of Dolphins games. I'll watch every single game. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm, that might it might be because the Dolphins only play once a week. But I don't even think it depends on like the demographic you're targeting right now. It's just just the ethnicity of the area. I I'm think. talking about a racial and age thing. I'm just to me, I think it's just the age thing. I feel like more he fans are are younger people like us. People well, who have grown up with and the team. And we've had that podcast, I think, four episodes ago. Um, if you want to look at that, go ahead. But I feel like, yeah, all the people that live up in Broward, West Palm, those are people that are just about retired. Well, not not just Broward. I mean, Broward, just, it's not I, I, I'm not so much the old people in Broward. Just, I don't know. It's it's There's there's fewer Hispanics. And I, I do feel like the great majority of Heat fans are Hispanics. It's a lot of white and African-Americans and Jamaican-Americans up there that I think prefer football. Be true, too. I just hear nothing. I thought well, it's kind of hard to <laughs> it's kind of hard to have a conversation about this without really any true like factual statistics. We're well, just basing this off the U.S. We're conjecturing. We don't know. Radio man, we just we just kind of say shit. If I can like make up stat, like can I just make stuff up? You know, what I mean? like forty two percent of Broward County uh, white males watch. Do you I mean, think you know? yes or no? Did I get people mad uh, when they listen back? People from Broward are going to get mad at this. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna just close a podcast right now, and they'll people, they'll hit that unsubscribe think, button. But button, I can't say that word. Wow. But button. Button. Right. Button. Right. button. You push a button. There you go. I also I almost so said bad. baton. That's what I almost sounded like. A That's baton. like most of the same letters. So. So almost there. The wrong vowel. I would count it. Would you want to? Would you like to buy a vowel? Yes. Oh I, man, they they made a joke like that on on Levitard. They all made. Yeah, Sajak was on. They always do. Sajak was talking about how. Uh, the next time somebody comes and asks them to buy a vowel, he's just going to say, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, I'll give you the F. Would you, would you like to buy a U or something like that? <laughs> you should just punch people in the face. Oh, he was going to do that too. That'd be great. <laughs> Speaking of punching people in the face, has any, not that Alonzo Mourning has punched Segway. people in the face. Not that Alonzo has punched people in the face, but has I've heard, I keep hearing how people have awful experiences in prison with Alonzo Mourning. Have you guys had awful experiences with Alonzo Morning in person? I've never My seen Alonzo one experience person. with Alonzo Morning was when I was like 10 years old and he took a picture with me and signed uh, this pennant that's still hanging up in my room. So, I mean, <laughs> I dug him. I thought, I thought he was the coolest dude ever because, I mean, I was, I was 10. Alonzo, man. Brian? I've never met Alonzo. I haven't either, but people keep always have bad things to say like he was a jerk. And he's angry. Wasn't there and a Levitard show dedicated to like just bad Alonzo Morning stories? Yes, I've I've heard that. Yes, that was a long time ago. Yeah, no, but I I heard it again today. I heard somebody at work talking about it, and I've gotten into so many fights about this. I was like, why do you care if Alonzo Morning's nice to you? He's an angry guy. Who cares? <laughs> Alonzo Morning has no need to be nice to you. Alonzo Morning's not out here being nice. How many times have you been nice to Alonzo Morning? Exactly. Well, that's that's it. Oh, it's his job as an athlete. You know, he's a rip. I'm like, dude, shut up. Come on, <laughs> get a life. The guy wins rings, all right? Get out of here. <laughs> wins rings. Oh, oh, rings. Uh, I don't know why this made me think. Uh, Brian, we have a, we have to eulogize Spoon. Yes. Okay. So it's, for, a, sad, it's a sad, sad day. It's a sad. So for those of you who don't know, 
uh, Spoon, infamous Heat Twitter um, personality, uh, has gone away. He's retired from Twitter. And um, it's very sad because Spoon, Spoon meant a lot to us. And it sounds like Christmas George, music. It does sound like Christmas uh, music. It, it, it was magical. The time that we had was was magical. Um, you you box score watchers are really gonna gonna thrive now, I guess, because you don't have anybody to keep you in check. You um, won't learn the game, and that's what that's what hurts the most, isn't that? And you know the the quarterback doesn't do it by himself. No, he doesn't. But like most importantly, George and Brian, we won't have anyone to teach us the game. What are I we mean, gonna do? When are you going to throw a stick behind the back times? Like, are you going to learn learn how to do that? When are you going to tweet in the morning when you're working out? How, how are we going to go on without knowing that? What, what are we going to do when we don't know what Spoon is having while watching the Dolphin game? How are we not going to... How are we going to survive without knowing how Spoon's dad pushed him down to fight? <laughs> <laughs> how, Omar Kelly, like, how will we know? Oh, my God. Who's going to keep Omar Kelly in check now? He's going to be a madman. Yeah, the, the thing is, Omar Kelly's probably just going to run wild right now. It's it's similar to the way people feared the Ebola virus would spread. How, how, oh, my God, this is, this is hard. For those of you who don't see, my hand is on my temple, and I'm looking very down, very thoughtful. I'm looking at it right now, just 100% he's doing that. No, it's just... <sighs> Spoon. Do we have a reason why he left? An exact reason why he? Because uh, people weren't learning the game, George. Why he slashed G quit? <laughs> George, he wasn't learning the game because he read weren't learning game. the game. And he oh, just he wasn't having any of it. He was so done with us because he read a Star Wars spoiler. He was mad. He Twitter. No, because he read he read a Star Wars spoiler. <laughs> he read a Star Wars spoiler. Just quit Twitter right out, right off the bat. That's exactly. By right. the way, Golden State now somehow has a ten point lead. Because what of course, the hell? because of course, that's probably what Curry, the hell happened. Curry probably came back in the game, and it's like ah, he's um, he just scored the last basket too. Of course he does. That that team's not fair. That they they won already, right? Like if nobody gets yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna ask. We can all agree that they're just gonna win the title this oh, year again, right? I, listen, because it's been okay. We last did a show Thursday. We did a show on Thursday. Heat beat. And a lot has happened since Thursday. The Heat have been in freefall mode and then got out of freefall mode and Spoon quit Twitter. And a lot of stuff happened. And the Warriors win streak ended. And also the Warriors win streak apparently extended past two seasons. And I was mad. <laughs> so, like, we're, we're catching a lot of bases and we're remembering as we go. Um, BS or not BS, the Warriors uh, extending past... They did not pass the heat streak, correct? No. Correct. No, no. They did not pass the heat streak because... Bullshit. Because the, the thing says Warriors win streak 28, 2014 to 16. It bothers me that what, it's 28. What, what, kind of, what, what kind of shit is that? It's 20. I'm like, get out of my life. Like, 28? It's not like... It bothers me. Like, why do they... It's, I know that this is not the case, but it's just like, why does... It feels like they're against it. it, it no, and it does. And... It, I, I guess maybe they're they're not against us in this scenario, but they've just been against us so much that we're just ultra sensitive to it at this I, point. I hate this conversation, and Brian, you can probably attest to this, because it makes me sound like a homer. And I hate sounding like a homer. And I just said us. The the plight of the, the oppressed heat fan. I never say us. How many times on this podcast are y'all out here saying we, 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 and I'm out here saying them? And I just said us because Zach us as hashtag Heat Twitter man. Yes, it makes me feel like a homer, dude. I'm like I am a part of them. That win streak was mine. I was not. Uh, who was the Warriors? Win streak was different because not only was it cheating and expanded across two seasons, but they blew every team out, which is more impressive. The Heat caused us all heart palpitations every night. Also, ours happened like in the midst of the Harlem Shake thing. Oh, that was so. Funny. Ours was so much cooler. And it had epic close games, like it was like an like an epic close game every night, and the streak was on the line every night. <laughs> was it one of those games that Cleveland game where they were down by like twenty seven points? Yes, I love that. One? I love that, Brian. Do, Brian, what are you waving at? Waving at my girlfriend who's standing by the door right now. Do you want to say hi? You want to say hi? Come over here and say hi. Come over here and say hi. No, you gotta come back. Sam, we want a hot sports take. She's they want a hot her. sports take. Give us your sports opinion. Just tell her to come on the mic and give a sports opinion. Just name one Please. Heat player. Please, just come just say name something. one Heat player. Come over here. She's slowly coming. Look, she's just she's like an eight year old. She like closes yeah, it's, the door. It's like 
It's like when you're trying to like tempt the cat to like you want to come pet a cat like you want to come like and she's like almost going and then you scared her away you like you said one thing and she freaked out. She said white side. Tell her to say it in the microphone. Say it to the microphone. Here Sammy Sammy Sammy. Here Sammy. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. Nah, she's gone. We we once had a caller I do Panther Sports Talk live. Uh, you can catch us uh, Monday through Friday, <laughs> 8 to 9 a.m. Shameless plug. I don't remember the station. FIUSM.com slash WRGP. Regardless. Uh, we, we do a, we, what was that? Epic rap form. So <laughs> wait, wait, Gianni, say, say you're a heat homer again. No. Do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, we, had a, we had a caller once, and the caller called in. And uh, we didn't have anybody to screen calls that day because there was like two of us in the studio. and um, Just took the call live on air? Well, I was hosting it. and I, I wanted the guy to screen the call, but I didn't want to train him how to screen calls. So I just told him to put him on. And the guy basically told us to turn our mics on because it was too loud. And I asked him if he wanted to give a hot sports take. Uh, he stood me up on air, said no, <laughs> and then hung up. And I was like, sir, you are rude. You know, I fucking wouldn't want to give a hot sports take. It's better than him just opening up on the mic and just... Expletive, expletive, expletive. I saved that segment. Him telling us the mic was too loud. I did lower the mic. I thanked him. <laughs> Asked not to thank you. Thank you for the mic. But you know what? Screw you. Yeah. So the Sammy is that guy, except she didn't tell me to turn down my mic. Brian's distracted us by opening the door. And Brian waving over there. I've told everyone to stay out of my room. Everybody knows. Well, what's funny is she's wrapping my Christmas presents right now on the opposite side of the room. Oh, I would totally be barging in there to try and check out what the hell I got for Christmas. Hope she got you cool. Somebody told me that they're going to get me spell check for Christmas. Uh, for those of you who I follow me so, on Twitter, oh, that is incredibly funny. I should so buy your subscription to Grammarly.com. Grammarly.com is the best. Premium, George, do you know what Grammarly.com one. is? No, but I feel like I should. Brian, explain. Grammarly.com is only the best spell checker out in the grammatical world of society just go to grambling.com sign up for a free 30-day trial and and you'll be able to spell check better than your own but you're editor. selling it a spell check it's grammar check. well it's both it's like, yeah it's spell and it's spell use check promo and code onomatopoeia <laughs> use promo code DraftKings. <laughs> use a promo code hashtag uh what did gilbert arenas call those girls bean hashtag. pies Hashtag bean pies. <laughs> Hashtag bean pies. <laughs> Use promo code bean pies. No, but honestly, it really helps with his like basic sentence structure, which is something Gianni struggles really hard this at. This is so. I, I trust me, that so reading much. that one thousand four hundred word story was the hardest thing in my life. Oh my god! I'm and now so I also had to check AP style, so I had to like Google search everything that you were writing, like percent. You wrote the percent sign when you're supposed to actually write out the word percent. And and anything Jesus. anything that's anything that's numbers one through ten, you have to actually spell out. You don't just put the number the numeral sign. That one I knew. I was just being well, well you didn't do it. I didn't know that one. I just was being like, dude, I wrote that story from like I wrote it at night and then I this morning, like, leave me alone. I wrote a freaking story. It was good. No, it we was haven't great. talked about it enough because it has a lot of goodies. Um I'll throw some numbers here. Hassan White's uh, we've been very straight. Every time George comes on, we stray away from basketball a lot. Thanks, George. I, I feel 100% responsible for that. It's just, I don't know. I feel comfortable sp- like leaving basketball with you because we have so many things to talk about. We kind of like meander. Um, back to Hassan. Um, he's only allowing 43% shooting at the rim, so his rim protection numbers are good, despite what you all are saying. You Heat fans out there criticizing poor Hassan's defense. Uh, he is a 43% rim protector person. Um, that was not articulate at all. But rim you know what protector I mean? person. An RPP, a rim protector person, obviously. That's a great number. RPP. George. Yeah. Catching on. RPP. You know, it's, it's what I do. Uh I but I'm I'm and I'm just joking that like yeah, his rim protection numbers are good, but he's not a great pick and roll defender. But what bigs at his size are? Uh like uh, you're kind of asking for a lot for him to soft trap and then rotate back onto his man in a small ball lineup. Like, and I guess that's kind of what the piece is about, about him existing uh, with those three, four guard lineups and then one big or even uh, a non-traditional center um, moving the ball around. So like, and George and Brian, I don't know if, please feel free to interject, I, but like. I, well, I want to ask I, you a question because I, I was reading your story and it felt like you left the hole at the end 
because you mentioned how you think his post-up game will end up becoming more successful if he just better positions himself down, you know, down the box. Um, well, that's yeah, but, that's moving away from from the defense yeah. that we're talking about. But well, I also want to ask you, well, because that's what you ended the story with. I want to ask you, do you think he could become a better small ball center? Like, I'm, I guess what I want to ask is, where would you rank him uh, if every team in the NBA was playing small ball? How would you rank him as a center in a small ball? The line? problem, the, to me, the problem on offense can be easily fixed because his biggest problem in the post is where he catches the ball. And he's really bad at fighting. He does number one. He doesn't set great screens. Um, I just think that's an easy skill to learn. Uh, the second is fighting for post position. Now, he doesn't do a good job at that, and a lot of his post catches aren't great. Uh, the ones that are good, he typically scores because he doesn't have to do all sorts of fancy spin things to score. It's just dribble, dribble, right. hook. You know, he's got he's got one move with his back to the basket, and that's fine. I mean, it's, you know, Shaq always says you need a move and a counter move. Uh, he has a left hand hook as well, um, but his right hook is 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 the good one. But a lot of it is his post position when he catches. He doesn't fight for position well. When he catches the ball too outside, he kind of needs to face up, take a dribble, then go back, and then do a spin, and he loses the ball a lot. So that's how that can get fixed. Uh, in terms of small ball on defense, he's gonna be, he's gonna have a hard time defending pick and rolls, especially when. Like I said, if a team runs a one, they're gonna put him in the pick and roll every time because that'd be the smart thing to do because you want him away from the rim. They run a 1-5 pick and roll, and the five-man flares out to the three-point line. He has to go there, and he's out of the paint, and now he's at the three-point line with probably a guy that can take him off the dribble or start swinging the ball around, distort the defense, and number one, he's not in the paint, and everything is all wrecked because he can't defend that shooter well if he takes him off the dribble. And when people are moving across, that's bad for Hassan, all those switches. Oh, are bad for Hassan. He can't switch, and all you'd be doing is putting him on an island, which is unfair to him and unfair to the team because he'll get cooked. So on defense, even though he's a good rim protector, it's easy to get guys away from the rim. All you have to do is put him in the pick and roll. Is that the heat did with Roy Hibbert gets Indiana? That can... Roy Hib- but the thing with Roy Hibbert, what they would do is Roy Hibbert just wouldn't go defend the screen and roll because Udonis is setting the screen, and they're like, eh, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the problem when you don't have spacing. So you don't guard the screener. Now, you can try that against other teams, but in small ball lineups, that doesn't work. And how, by the way, the Heat adjusted to that Hibbert thing was they would start the screen and roll a couple feet behind the three-point line, which was an ingenious adjustment by the coaching staff. So now you have LeBron and Wade coming with the head of steam with this pick and roll from back there. So now, once they get past the screen, they have room to maneuver Hibbert or the or the defender has to take a step outside the paint because uh, if not they get an open shot. So there's ways around this how you can be creative with this. However, it's very hard for a guy at his size to defend those quicker lineups. I like Gianni being a coach. I like these moments. You, you, should, you should be you should be like an assistant. You should be like Chris Quinn. I can see you with a clipboard. Yeah, no. <laughs> that would be. I'd be an awful coach. We should give you a segment, How to Fix the Heat. But you have to do it in your I Eric and Tony I, I have ideas, man. You got X's and O's. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be honest, one of my ideas was McRoberts at the five, and then like did not work out when they did it. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> but it so was like... I, I, already, I already fired you. I already fired you. Dude, I was so like in on McRoberts at the five. I just think they used the wrong guys around him. I'm telling you, dude. Big Bob's at the five. Sure, it worked in two Big Bob's without the hair, man. He hasn't played without the, without the new it. hair. Is it like his old Laker hair? I, I didn't, didn't even really... Catch a glimpse of it. He, he was just the sweaty. Cut. He just looked nah, like a bunch of hair. He was what? I think he has the younger. A little cut. all sweaty. He just looked like a bunch of hair. Four McBobs. What were you saying, Brian? I think he has the undercut. Ew. A little fade. I love his long hair. He looked fabulous. Still kind of long. Fabulous. Hmm? Still kind of I mean, long. That, that that picture that picture where he was just like grabbing on his like luscious. I love hair. that picture. That picture is hilarious, and I can't believe awesome. they took that seriously. I don't. <laughs> was it supposed to be taken seriously? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was. It wasn't. Isn't that from the NBA in, the, or Heat intro, right? Yeah. It's, it's a screen graph from the Heat intro. Did you say yeah. our intro? The heat intro. Oh, that was what the, the Heat one from the, the Heat Beat intro. I was going to scold you. No, I, I thought you meant like you called the Heat hour, and I hate when people do that. Even though I said we the other segment. <laughs> that's that's going to be our Homer sound alert. Huh? Our Homer sound oh alert. Oh, my God. I hate you so much. Just, you got to keep you in check, man. I don't like sounding like a homer. Like Eric Reed is a homer, but Eric Reed doesn't sound like a homer. Uh, Tony Ferentino sounds like a homer. That guy sounds like a homer. And that guy has been pounding the wine. 
Man, I love that dude. I love that dude so much. Man, I love that dude. I want to <laughs> I want to have wine with him. I yeah. Absolutely. I swear to god, I would rather go out to dinner with Tony Fiorentino than Pat Riley. I just no. think I just think Tony would be no. more fun. Number one, I don't think Riley's getting drunk around a stranger. I think Tony would get drunk around a stranger. That's one thing. T- Tony would get the stranger drunk as well. You don't think it'd be funny to start picking up chicks with Tony Fiorentino or trying to? Like, just go hit on girls at like a bar or something. He could be like a solid wingman, man. I mean, uh, I would like to point out the irony in we, us opening with a gender equality topic and I just use the phrase, <laughs> pick picking up, up chicks. Picking up some chicks. I hate myself. We're, we're uh, really well versed, really well versed here. Sound the, sound the horn as punishment, Brian. No, I'm going to use this one stuff. What is that? <laughs> That's a uh, PC principle. Everybody talks about that and they say he looks like Dan Campbell. Yeah, he does look like Dan Campbell. But what is what is PC principle? He's a, a, a South Park character, new character that was just introduced this season. He's uh, very politically correct. No, that's the PC part of uh, PC principle. And yeah, yeah, he's just very PC and PC is kind of like a fraternity. You know, it's funny. So, like, I love like this is the thing. I'm very I always try to be very PC. However, I do think it's funny when people make fun of PC and I'm the person that gets offended at any like homosexual slur or, or anything degrading to people. However, I do think it's funny when you when people make fun of PC. Uh, even though I am one to support PC, uh, I do. It's just it's just funny, man. Like when I think mean, it's it's funny. Well, because because there's levels, man. You can be too PC. Like I'm not out here making rape jokes. You know what I mean? Like I that's that's not tasteful. Like I understand people getting mad, but like but you, you say, know. but but you're gonna say you're gonna pick up some chicks. You know, like yeah, you know, I don't mean it bad. It just sounds terrible. Sounds really. You're bad. not saying. Beans I, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was so bad. I felt bad for it, man. I feel, feel like people are going to hate this show because I feel like most of the sports community isn't PC and don't give a rat's ass, and they agree with Gilbert Arenas. So I, <laughs> I'm out here trying to be nice. And I'm, I mean, if it makes if it makes everybody else feel better, the girls in the picture were, were looking real good. Yeah, they were. Because hashtag, I mean, hashtag cutie pies, man. They were hashtag cutie pies. They were not hashtag bean pies. They were not hashtag bean pies. Oh, I'm sure if my girlfriend <laughs> listens to this one, she's gonna love it. Is your girlfriend a hashtag cutie pie? She's a hashtag cutie pie. Oh, Definitely not a hashtag bean pie. Oh. Brian, you're a hashtag <laughs> bean pie. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. It's a compliment. I, I don't know which definition of bean pie you are, but you're one of them. <laughs> pick your pick your pick, all right? You're the one. You can pick you can pick any of them. I like the fourth definition still. Which was the, which was the fourth one? <laughs> that was the <laughs> is it the one that was talking about mentally challenged kids something like that you know I was, <laughs> oh my god anybody going to watch Star Wars tomorrow Brian is I got that's the first yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's why we're not doing the show tomorrow <laughs> so yeah, pretty much now it's good because I won't be here tomorrow either 11.50 at night I'm waiting dude I have a confession yeah. to make I'm going to take spoilers to the group chat like the second. Oh, I you're the it. worst oh no, we should I'm so kidding. do it together I, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding wait what time are you watching it because I'm watching at 7 I'm watching it at 10. Oh, so I can take spoilers to you before so you don't watch it. I'm just going to turn off the phone. That's what you don't know. <laughs> oh, Brian, you guys are the worst. <laughs> I, I have a confession to make. What's your I'm confession? I'm slightly ashamed of this. All right, here we go. I feel like we're going to be rachy for this one. What do you think I'm going to say? Have you never seen a Star Wars movie? Okay, that's what you think I'm going to say. Brian, what do you think I'm going to say? You like the prequels more than the original trilogy? Wow, you are so close and partly right. I like the prequels more than the originals because that's all I've seen. <laughs> no, no. You both were no. half right. In the worst way possible. That that's like the worst part. Episode if you had only if you had not movies. seen any Oh god, go get out of here. Man. I love it. Go three. watch Empire Strikes Back with Christian right now. No man. Oh yeah, that's right, Christian. Uh is he watching it right now? Yeah. yeah. He alum is watching uh, That's why he's not recording uh, with us today. <laughs> I should watch it. I should watch but like I don't know. I don't are they gonna hold up? Yes, I I watched it like this past month of Sam. I don't even watch all the really anime because I'm like, oh, it's ugly. I mean, parts of it are kind of funny and like just quirky, but I just it works. mean visually. I mean, I know that visually. No, well, well, you have to find you have to find the Blu-ray edition because if you watch just like yeah. the the VHS oh, yeah. version, no, you have to watch yeah. the remastered version. Oh, because if not, you have to find a VCR. Well, that's it. <laughs> they don't they should have them on DVD. 
They do. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. They do. But they have, like, that stupid widescreen one. You want to watch the so, one that's actually, like, remastered. Why don't you like episode three? Because I love episode three. What's wrong with episode three? Nothing's wrong with episode three. It's it's, it's one just, and two. It's, it's, <laughs> two. It's the general consensus that the... Uh... Why? But why? Like, explain to me what's wrong with episode three. Because I hear everybody hates episode three. I like And it. I need to know what's wrong with episode three. Because it's just a good movie. Uh, the Jar Jar Binks character is, is a you, big you like well, five well, seconds in episode character? three. It was just pretty much. No, I think the people just hate uh, Hayden Christensen. It's pretty much the blame. Who is he? Anakin. Oh, Obi Wan had a pimple that whole movie, and every time I watch it, <laughs> never unsee it. There's a big old pimple on his forehead. Obi Wan doesn't have acne. Come on, that movie's great, man. I'm on the high ground. My, my I love f- the meme. I mean, You're the chosen one. <laughs> as, as much as I. Don't really. Uh, not that I don't like it. as as much as I like the 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 sequels more than the prequels. Um, Darth Maul, one of the coolest characters. Oh, oh, Star absolutely. Wars. I I feel like Spolstra every time he benches Hassan in the fourth quarter, he's like, "You are the chosen one. <laughs> You're supposed to be the chosen one." What 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 does he say after that? Like, you were the chosen one, and then something something. You're one- supposed to be better than them or something. Yes, that is Hassan. Brian, can you find that sound? Hold on. I, I, like, I found a better sound. That? No, I found a better sound. This is the, easily the best clip in, in Revenge of the Sith Episode 3. It's after Darth Vader becomes Darth... Well, after Anakin becomes Darth Vader. No! <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what I just sent you is it. Play it for the because that's what Spolstra yells every time uh, Hassan goes to the bench in the fourth. He has to bench him after missing two free throws. All right, so what I'm watching right now is Anakin. He's got himself burned. Is this like yeah, all he, messed he has, up, Anakin? Oh yeah. Spolstra. Not join them. <laughs> bring balance to the force not leave it in darkness he was supposed to bring balance to the offense not the darkness <laughs> doesn't he snarl at him too that's <laughs> a song going to the vent <laughs> reaching for a Gatorade <laughs> That's a song. Oh, that, that's okay. what he says. That's what he says when he's on the bench. <laughs> he just says that to Spolstrom. He thought he was the chosen one. You were my brother, Anakin. You were my undrafted agent. You were my creator. center, Hassan. Were- I loved you. <laughs> okay, well, I, I, I started you. We need, to- <laughs> we need to make this a parody. <laughs> Why have we not done this yet? My favorite is Anakin yelling because I just imagine Hassan making those noises while he's on the bench while guys are hitting game winners. Lying in a cage, man. Lying in a cage. <laughs> we had her. <laughs> I can't believe he tweeted that or Instagram that. Instagram, yeah, that was funny. Like if he's some sort of like super metaphorical dude that nobody was really gonna understand what exactly he meant. So like maybe he was trying to be like really low key about it. He's like, oh, I'm gonna be so slick. Like, look, I'm lying in a cage, but I don't know if anybody's gonna get it. We all get it, Hassan. We all get it, Hassan. My favorite, my favorite tweet from uh, that whole episode of of the Instagram and Snapchat world that Hassan Whiteside lives in is the "Why you always lying?" spoof. Oh, I saw Sam. She crept behind you. Yep. She thought that we didn't see, but I saw Sam. They saw you, Sammy. Crep- Anyways, back to my original point. What I was gonna go was, um, do you guys know the "Why you always lying?" song? Why you yeah. always lying? So basically, it's someone kind of a big deal. yeah, someone made Why a vine. With uh, Hassan Whiteside, he had those post-game quotes where uh, I think it was Ira Winterman or so- someone from from uh, the media asked if he was ch- how, how his reaction was after Wayne made that game-winning jumper and his reaction on the bench and his response of how he absorbed the whole moment of Wade making that comeback was quote I'm just smiling and cheering and then I had that pouting face so someone comes back with this. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my god. Oh my god. But what was great was when he when they mentioned why you always lying, 
he had that caged lion photo, so they 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 meshed it up together at the same moment where he said, "Why you always lying?" and they put the caged lion right in sync. Why you always lying? Ha ha! bum. That song is so important. That song today. Is- like it's very important. I love that song. It's I work out to that song. I don't really work out to that song. But that I was brush bad. my teeth to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? That is a uh, from. Uh, get him to the Greek. It's oh man, I thought you made that up. I thought that was no, so no, no, no. I wish, I wish I did. I wish I did. You know, I'd probably be a better I, place than I am right now. Not a sports conversation, but I do want to end the show on this note. My sister and I were talking today in the car. Uh, they don't make comedies like they used to, or is that just like the comedies were never funny to begin with? Which is it? I think they don't make them like they used to, man. I think that old people always say that, and I swore I'd never do that. In my day, hey, Brian, I don't know. I don't That's watch enough. I don't watch enough. You ruined everything. Well, way to way to mess up that. Way sentence. to end the show on a high note. I didn't even listen to your question, so. That's, I need a beer, reason. man. I need a beer. Me too. I gotta work. To <laughs> yeah, me too. But not till not till ten. So you know, <laughs> grab a. Grab I a get beer. to finally write a story tomorrow. I'm so excited. Who are you? Yeah. You never write stories. I don't believe you. I won't believe it until it's posted. Well, so I got like two. I got two paper. saved right yes. now. It won't be 1,400 words. That's for sure. No, that's not true. You know what's funny is like I like in journalism, fourteen hundred words is a manifesto. That is like not even oh, like three pages. Like that's an encyclopedia. That's like an encyclopedia, dude. Dude, you know people don't understand. For us journalists, like five hundred words is like, like oh wow, that's a lot. What do you mean? I gotta write five hundred words. You gotta write five hundred <laughs> words on FIU women's basketball. Ugh. They haven't even been five hundred words spoken about FIU women's basketball in the last year. I secretly think that all sports writers hate their jobs because writing about sports daily kind of sucks. People think it's great until you have to do it. Until you have to do it. Until you have to. Because everybody has ideas. But when you got to write them and be coherent, it's just stressful. Sometimes you don't want to make sense all the time, you know. Sometimes, you know, just words come out and they don't make sense. And there's a lot of information and you're out here collecting a paycheck. Sometimes your shit doesn't make sense. You know what? You don't care. (laughs) All you guys see is a finished product, you know. You don't know what it took to put that. You don't want to know how the sausage is made. A lot of brain thought. A lot of brain thought. A lot of not wanting to do it. A lot of checking Twitter when you should be writing. <laughs> a lot of that, yeah. A lot of that. I can a lot of YouTube. That. A lot of quote unquote breaks. <laughs> breaks. Usually involves the refrigerator and YouTube. Warriors are up by 15 points. <laughs> this, is, my, this might as well be a, a okay, 1,000. Might you as well be what? a 1,000 point lead. That game's over and this show is over. <laughs> I think that's a great way to end it. Um, <laughs> midway through the third, by the yeah, way. Yeah, dude, it's over. game's over. Yeah. Game's ha- completely over. It would be great if this show ends and uh, everybody hates it, and then the Warriors lose. Wait, quick question: Is Stephen Curry on the bench? Uh, no, he just hit the deck. Actually, guess what? He's about to be on the bench, <laughs> <laughs> and he ain't coming back out. <laughs> they just need to get it to twenty so he can finally get to the bench and just they're crazy. Not play the rest of the, the game. crazy thing about Curry is that he has like production without playing the fourth quarter, and like you know. Like, if you play fantasy, like, that get annoying. Like, your f- guy keeps sitting in the fourth quarter. Except he does full game production in three quarters. In three quarters, yeah. You would be upset if he wasn't just completely producing the whole time. It's like and that. What? It's like, George? Hello? Yes. Hello? Oh, wow. Okay, I'm muted myself. Okay, so you, you, what were you saying? It's it, it's like what? It's 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 like the guy that, that just comes in and just does all his work in six hours when the, and he's getting paid for eight hours, you know? Mm, that's me. Except I don't get all my work done in six hours and I bill eight. But I pretend that I do. Listen, it's all about what you bill. You're a fake Steph Curry, man. Listen, I am. I am such a fake Steph Curry. That is me. And like, at when, least you're trying. At least you're trying, man. No, I am exactly fake Steph Curry because I work. Uh, I work an eight to five job, except I leave at four every day. But I bill <laughs> full time because I live in Kendall and I work in Miramar, so I don't want to be doing that driving rush hour. So I leave sure an you hour. Say this on the air. That's okay. Nah, we're not out here pretending so i i bill i i bill full-time but i really leave early um so that's kind of like steph curry he bills full-time and he doesn't play but he's the, out of the arena yeah he's not playing fourth quarter so like when i do stay until five it's like a bonus treat and I'm like when steph curry plays a fourth quarter it's like oh bonus curry so, well, bonus. extra fantasy points i hope i don't get fired for this that has been our show <laughs> great if I got fired for that. Isn't your dad your boss? <laughs> One of. No, just don't tell your dad about the podcast. Well, I think employer. he listens to the I podcast when he actually. sleeps. He always asks to listen. I don't want him to. 
Warriors are up by 21 points now. How did that happen? That happened so fast. <laughs> Swear to God, this just happened. All right, boys. This has been our show. My name is Giancarlo Navas. I was with Brian Goins and Jorge Corrales. You can follow me at Navas. You're Jorge, dude. You're Hispanic. At Navas 103 uh, Follow the account at MIA Heatbeat. We post funny things. We live tweet games uh, most of the time. And we each live tweet from our accounts. Brian, what is your Twitter account? My Twitter account, which I haven't posted anything in forever, but I do retweet He's a lot a of stuff. Awful fo- is by Brian Goins, B Y B R I A N G O I N S. And Jorge, what's yours? <laughs> Why you call at, Jorge? <laughs> at Jorge Corrales, at J O R G E C O R R A L E S. Jorge. We need to have a power rankings of heat beat follows. Uh, I'm all in with Jack being number one. I um, mean, yeah, of course. Jack is number one. I hate that Jack's better than me. <laughs> it pains I mean, me to my soul. He, just, he puts in the effort, man. You know, he bills nine. He bills nine to five and works nine to six. No, no, yeah, so you're, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because he doesn't tweet about anime. Kid, kid is killing it. You know, he doesn't. I do tweet about anime. And by the way, for Harrison, what that music that you heard was from an anime song. So I snuck that in in there. <laughs> well, now he's gonna listen to this part and just hate that he has the rest of that in his brain already. I tried to get him to watch a scene from a basketball anime, and he watched thirty seconds. And not, admittedly, the first thirty seconds are bad. Uh, the rest of it's great, and he didn't watch the whole thing. He's a meanie. Uh, he blew it. Yeah. He blew it. <laughs>